0: This is the catch up with Nick and Haydo. Welcome
1: to the catch up
2: for Tuesday show, everyone. Big show. Hey, what's this song? Uh, I don't know the actual song. It's just a bit like a riff thing. So you see, maybe you can identify it. Okay, I'll try. Hey, um, 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 um hey. hey, it's a uh,
1: life in a northern town. Yeah, great. All right, there we go. I with the show. In a northern town. Hey, oh my my my. Great song. Yeah. Can't
2: it's remember bye. It's bye. I'm not sure. Have a search for that on for me because it's been stuck in my head for a little while. Dream Academy. Ah, there you go. Not to be confused with the uh, late two thousands ABC show, Dance Academy. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't gonna make.
1: I wasn't gonna uh, be confused by that. Oh, it's very similar. I didn't make same that
2: amount of letters, that. same letters, in a way.
1: In a way, sure. Hey, today on the show, Nick, uh, we chatted to a lady from the Red Cross blood donation place. Be money.
2: <laughs> Red Cross Lifeblood, maybe Is that what you call them? B-Money. Her name is Belinda.
1: Yeah. Yes. Oh, she
2: was Belinda. Right, okay. Do, Do I we... call them B-Money? Yeah. Anyway, blood money. is money. Blood is. It was more of the most... money. It's yeah. a blood
1: bank. It's priceless. You make a deposit and a donation.
2: Can you sell blood?
1: Uh, I don't think so.
2: <laughs> what, not while you're getting it for free, I
1: suppose. Hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah, so we talked to her. Very interesting stuff. Yes. I, I learned a lot. I, I've donated blood before and I didn't know some of the stuff she told me.
2: Yes. I knew it all.
1: Okay, good for you. Yeah.
2: I should talk Belinda. Yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah, well, get Belinda on the phone. Well, you just had her on the phone. No, we should have asked her then, shouldn't you? It's on <laughs> you. Just... Not me. Anyway, moving on. Uh, also on today's show, Keith Hollywood joins us. Mm. Let's us know what's happening in Hollywood. Yes. Uh, a lot. Busy tumultuous times in America. Mm. The USA. Yep. The land of the free. Well, is it? The home of the brave. Is it?
1: Well, yes. But who's brave? Mm. Is it Everyone. Is no it
2: Owen? Is it some? Is <laughs> mm,
1: All these questions will not be answered when we chat to Keith Hollywood. <laughs> Neither asked nor answered uh, when we chat to Keith. Uh, also, Nick, over in the States, speaking of which, uh, the Minneapolis Police Department of Minnesota yeah. are disbanding. Yeah. The city council said, you know what? No more Minnesota de- Police Department. They're done. Shame. They're completely dismantling it.
2: Who's going to get their guns and their uniforms? Us don't know. Probably just they'll probably just spread them out equally across everyone else. Probably they'd have to destroy them, wouldn't they? Yeah, probably actually. Probably
1: not the guns, but the uniforms would have oh, to yeah. burn because a lot of people just imitate them. Maybe. maybe
2: they'll give. Maybe they'll do like a like a lawn, not a lawn sale, like a garage sale, but the oh, police department. That would actually be great. What would we, what would be your top three things you get from a police department lawn? Police uh, card number one. Good, um, big
1: like one of those sticks that. Like, fold-out?
2: Oh, like the collapsible batons. Mm. And I reckon the hat.
1: The oh, police, yeah. Police hats.
2: I would get... So, cop car's my number one as well. Yep, copycat. Uh, number two, I'd go for riot gear. What do you need riot gear for? Protection. From what? I plan on committing some crimes now <laughs> there's no cops around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, all that is coming up on today's catch-up.
0: Get up with Nick and Haydo on Hit.
1: Uh, of course, we all know... Joe Exotic. Hi,
0: I'm Joe Exotic, otherwise
2: known as the Tiger King, the gay, gun-cane redneck with a mullet. He is the Tiger King, the star of that Netflix show where he yep. runs a zoo. He's a crazy man. Yes. He, uh, quick
1: recap: He runs a, a zoo, a private zoo in Oklahoma, and he has like a hundred tigers. And he's not a good person.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's in jail
1: a, for orchestrating someone's murder. Yes. Well, right now he's in jail, but he's pleading to get out. Okay. So <laughs> he's, he's in jail, as you said. <laughs> isn't, um, it, isn't that most people in jail? Well, yeah, but no one cares about anyone else in jail, I think. He's, sure. people, people listen to Joe Exotic for some reason. He's in jail because, uh, yeah, as you said before, he was plotting to murder someone. Yeah. Again, watch Tiger King if you haven't. It's crazy. Yeah. And 17 counts of animal cruelty. Now, I think he probably definitely deserves the animal cruelty one. Yeah. The uh, plotting to murder someone. I don't know. Jury's out. Well, they're yeah. not out. They came back and they said he was guilty. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> but, how the, that's how the legal system works. But if you haven't seen the, docu- if you've seen the documentary, you know what I mean. It's a bit, you know, bit of a grey area. Sure. Uh, but he's now gone right to the top to try and get out of jail. Mm. It's a good move, I think. He's pleading with the two most powerful people in America, Donald Trump. Yep, that's one, and Kim Kardashian. Huh. Mm. In, an open, in an open
2: letter, he's basically said, "Please let me out of jail. I hey, don't like it." Has he addressed the letter? It's like, dear Donald, dear and Kim. Look, I don't. The, the actual physical letter wasn't released. It's just a oh. story about how he did write a
1: letter out. Now apparently, he's in. I'm not really sure what sort of situation in jail he's in, but apparently, according to him, he has no access to phones or like email or anything, or commissary or anything. It's like he's in like locked, like locked, down or something. I feel like there'd be quite a few people
2: in the prison system.
0: I don't
1: know, but he didn't do anything that bad besides plot to murder someone. Yeah,
2: I feel like if I think that's the the fear is if he did have a phone, he'd. Try again. Just try to plot to
1: plot to murder Carol Baskins. One eight hundred dial a hitman. Yeah, we heard the other day as well. Carol Baskins, the person who he tried to murder, now owns his zoo. Yeah. which is a bit of poetic justice, or just regular justice, maybe. Mm.
2: <laughs> um, you can always write to the the head people, can't you?
1: But they just don't. They don't have to listen. Yeah, but if you're Joe Exotic, maybe you might get some. Some people listen. He's not having a good time in prison. He's saying he's not getting the right medical treatment. Sure. Uh, he's also said that uh, I don't know about this one, but he said uh, he's getting treated worse in prison because he's white, which is an
2: interesting take to have. Is he? I suppose he doesn't know what's going on outside of prison right now, does he? I don't know. He might not have a TV Do you reckon, or something. Interesting. Awful time for you to say that, Joe. Mm. Really, well, there's never a good time for it. Truly, the worst timing you could possibly have said that statement.
1: Mm, yeah, but look, you know, he's trying to get out. He's been there for twenty-two years. 22 more years, I think. And what, has he done about a year of that? I think so, yeah. Uh, wow. he's, he's still got uh, quite a bit to go, but do you think it'll work? Because, uh, you know what, I this year's been so crazy that it would not surprise me if Trump was like, you know what,
2: let Joe Exotic out. In case of boys will be boys, He, mm. I don't think he's uh, hitting up a high enough power. You can go higher? I, I reckon you've got to go higher. Who's higher than Kim Kardashian and Donald Trump, do you think? Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of someone off the top of my head. How influential are we? Well,
1: we could try to get about a Joe. We could start a campaign. Do we get broadcast I think to Oklahoma? He deserves,
2: huh? Do we get broadcast to Oklahoma? Well,
1: we got the podcast, and we can get streamed on the Hit app, you know? So, sure. I guess, in sure. a way.
2: If you're an Oklahoma listener, mm. let us know, and uh, <laughs> put us in contact with Joe.
0: Instagram for Instagram, telling me everything. Nick and Haydo are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. Look at this. Now crossing live to Keith Hollywood. What is it? What is it? Right
2: now, we are crossing live again to Keith Hollywood from La La Land. Good morning, Keith.
0: G'day, 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 boys. How are we?
2: Good, Keith. How's Hollywood treating you at the moment? Well, as you can imagine, we've been pretty busy protesting lately, but it'll be worth it in the end for sure. Uh, you guys want some goss or what?
1: Give it to us, man.
2: Yeah, I know all these bloody get-around bachelor and bachelorette in a major way, and I've got a scoop on who might be the next bachelorette, and she's a massive A-lister.
1: Who are we talking? We're talking Meryl Streep? Ariana Grande?
2: Better. Aussie favourite Rebel Wilson has said she'd give the show a crack to find love. Reckon I might apply if she's up for it. She's hilarious. Is that locked in? Because, I mean, you did say it was gossip. Look, nothing solid yet because she said that for her to be on the show, she would charge a little bit of cash over. How much? $20 but... Worth it if maybe Channel 10 can scrape together the coin. Maybe we get, like, a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe thing together. Um, what else is happening, Keith? Oh, I just finished this cool book series about this um, little wizard kid. His name's Harry Grape. Oh,
1: you're reading Harry Potter.
2: Oh, yeah. You read him too? We'll have to grab brunch and discuss. But, yeah, I wanted to bring you some good news. I thought all the books were done, but the lady who writes them, J.K. Uh, rockin'? Rowling. Yeah, she's about to drop another book. Is this going to be the, what's it the, the eighth in the series, or is it going to be its own thing? Not super sure yet, but likely going to be its own thing. She says she's written it to entertain people as they come out of lockdown, so that means we should get it pretty soon, I reckon. Wrap it up for us, Keith. Not all celebs are on social media, Uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Jennifer Lawrence, me even, like I wasn't on it for ages. You calling yourself a celeb, Keith? Well, I reckon I've come across a secret Instagram account for a bloke who claims he isn't doing the social media thing. Who is it? Ben Affleck. Came across an account that appears to be his, and although it's on private, I reckon you can tell. What makes you think it's his? The picture, for one, has him and his girlfriend in it, plus... The account name is Ben and the bio says just a dad who sometimes makes movies. Yeah, pretty clear. And then a link to this Eastern Congo Initiative, which is a not-for-profit charity that Ben supports.
1: <laughs> have you Have you followed him?
2: Like I said, he's on private, but surely he sees all the big-name celebs that follow me back and he you know I'm part of the inner circle.
1: Who follows you on Instagram?
2: Oh, let me think. you got Donald, Kim, Ariana, Adele, uh, Madonna, Cristiano. Just, that's just my close friends list, though. Uh, speaking of, Ari just... DM'd me, so I would better get back to that. I'll catch you boys later. Thanks for chatting, Keith. Uh, tell Ari we say hi. It's Ariana. to you, mate. And don't think I will be. See you later. Get up with
0: Nick and Hado on CQ's hit.
2: Could cafes in Central Queensland save the environment? Yes, I don't know. Well, the answer the answer is yes.
0: Okay. Good. Well, they're at the
2: very least going to be helping in a major way. Uh, there is a campaign out at the moment that a handful of uh, central Queensland cafes have gotten on board with, specifically mm. cafes along the coast. It's called the Lose Your Lid campaign. You lose and, your lid? You just uh, get really angry. That's <laughs> flipping your lid, isn't it? That's flipping your lid. Mm, okay. Uh, we are flipping the lids off, and we're not using them whatsoever in these cafes across CQ because the Lose Your Lid campaign is about, you know when you like like your takeaway coffee? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you get your cup, but you get that sort of snap-on lid as well. Yeah. That snap-on lid is obviously made of plastic. Yeah. But that lid has been identified as one of the uh, most commonly found single-use plastic items that gets found in, like, the ocean. Oh, and right. And it's, like, uh, as rubbish, as pollution. Yeah, that makes sense. And so we've got a bunch of uh, CQ cafes who have come on board and they say that we're not going to use them. We're not going to use them. We've lost the lids. Completely. Completely.
1: But won't everyone spill their coffee?
2: <laughs> I guess you're just going to have to be... More mindful yeah. of your coffee. Just don't wear white shirts to get coffee anymore. Yeah, and it's a good thing. It's a good move here because obviously, being on the coast, you're a bit more sensitive to mm. these sorts of things. I'm talking about cafes. If you do want to support them, of course, yeah, it's a great. Uh, any Park, you've got the uh, the Honeybee Collective. You've got Ocean Brew. You've got Lure Living in uh, Yapoon amongst others. They mm. are getting encouraged more and more to bring on board. I thought the same thing. I thought you know, sp-
1: spill everything. Yeah. It's it's a tough one. And
2: yeah. uh, especially at the moment, a lot of the cafes, uh the apprehension to get more on board with this sort of initiative mm. is um a, a safety thing. Oh, <laughs> I right. think I think it's a I think a big concern. But also there's the hygiene aspect of it. Um because obviously in this sort of post COVID era and COVID era, yeah. People are worried about um, you know, if we not don't have the lid, we're gonna be spilling things more. It's just like mm. more liquids thrown about the place. Yep. Uh, but People it is a reliance on coffee, yeah, um, uh, but there is a bit of a reliance on some sort of uh responsibility from an adult, yeah to uh, be able to look after your coffee I mean because you're a big advocate you're a big keep cup guy, right yeah
1: me and me and my partner Lucy always try and use keep cups when we can. Just bring your own cup to the thing. It just stops a bit of plastic going into the environment. Really have you bit?
2: had, uh, have cafes been, because I don't use keep cups. I don't usually get coffee that much from takeaway mm-hmm. places. Do you find that, have they been using them still? Because I would have thought with COVID they wouldn't be. Uh, well, I haven't gotten a
1: coffee from a from a coffee place in a long, long time because of COVID. So Yeah, right. You, I, should, I don't know. I, I think have... they probably would though. Oh, you know what? I don't know. Still I don't accept know. it? No idea in yeah. a COVID world. I think, you know, in a, in, when everything clears up, that we be fine. I've never had a problem with keep cups, though. We're bringing it in.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, fingers crossed that there we are still getting back on track to do that. Mm. Uh, the initiative comes from the Tangora Blue Foundation, Reef Clean. They're the ones starting the Lose Your Lead campaign. They're encouraging yeah. plenty more people to get on board. You can, if you're a cafe owner right now and you're just opening up your doors, I mean, it's 7 Eleven, you're probably, you're probably mm. swinging business right now. Yeah. They're encouraging plenty more businesses to get on board. Like yeah. we said, that lid is one of the most commonly found things in the garbage. Right, uh, yeah. In like, just like out on the beach. I know there's been plenty of times where I'm like having a swim at Kemp Beach and uh, as I'm paddling, I see one float past me and I go, that's a bit gross. Yeah, and they take, you
1: know, hundreds and hundreds of years to break down. Do so, they really? Yeah, all plastic just takes so long, man. It's insane. Makes so. me makes me angry. Mm. makes me flip my lid. And I get Oh, okay. I guess it's only really a problem for the first couple of sips, right? Yeah, right. Like just have your first couple of sips when it gives it to you, and then you've got some wiggle room. Would you like me to
2: solve this, the problem? Yeah. Make a slightly taller cup. Oh, Of cardboard. Of cardboard, of course. So it's recyclable. And you only fill it up with like a a couple of centimetres from the top. Or maybe if you're really worried about spilling it, you need a (laughs) licence. Like (laughs) you do do for driving a car. You need to be able to prove that you can manage a cup uh, responsibly.
0: I got Facebook. Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search hit Central Queensland.
2: (laughs) Right now we are joined on the line by Belinda from the Red Cross Lifeblood Service. Uh, Next week is National Donor Week, so we are giving everyone a bit of a early chance to try and get in, get yourselves a booking and find out why you should be donating. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning, Belinda. Good morning. So, tell us, Blinda, why should people be donating during National Blood Donor Week?
0: Well, National Blood Donor Week is a week where you know we really thank those wonderful donors right across the country, um, thank them for their donations and and the contribution they've made, and then really encourage anyone else who's who hasn't donated or hasn't donated for a while to come in and think about donating blood. Now,
1: when you you know you can donate blood, you can donate plasma, you can donate platelets. What happens to those things after they leave your body? Where do they go? Who do they help?
0: They help all different people. So um, a blood donation, every time you make a a whole blood donation, that's actually separated into those three components. Mm -hmm. So they'll go to three different patients or you can make a plasma or platelet only donation at certain centers and they'll use, in so many different ways, um, the cancer treatments, the surgeries, the you know new mums and babies. Uh, but the the biggest use is actually those cancer treatments. So 34% of all donated blood is used in the treatment of cancer, which is pretty significant considering you know most of us we'll know or have known someone going through cancer treatment.
2: Now, Hada, you and I, we're both blood donors, and you would get this like I do, but one of my favorite parts of the whole process, Belinda, is that when the blood gets used, you get that little text message to say where it's been used.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's one of the uh, the, the favourite things the, um, we do for our donors. They love that is actually you get that test me- text message when your blood has been dispatched to a hospital. So it not only tells you your blood's on its way to save someone, but it'll tell you what hospital it's going to. That's so awesome. sometimes it, it might be a local hospital, but it could be anywhere in Queensland or, in fact, in the country.
2: That's very cool. Now, something that we're interested in knowing more about is Obviously, across the board, you're always looking for more and more donations. And I was reading that last year, or across 2018, 2019, nearly 1.5 million donations from the country. I've got to imagine that with the way things have been this year, these last few months with coronavirus, have we seen like a significant drop-off?
0: When the pandemic first began, we were seeing cancellations of about 800 people a day across the country cancelling appointments, which is pretty significant when you add that up. Um, And that's when we had to do a call out. You know, we saw these huge numbers of cancellations because people were following advice and and staying home. But blood donation being an essential service, we we did put a call out and and the community overwhelmingly responded. And and like Australians do in, in tough times, like during the bushfires and during the pandemic, they have come forward in droves and donated, which has been such a huge support. But I guess our challenge now is, is as restrictions ease, is to continue that and continue getting those people coming in and, and to keep donating because the need for blood does never end. It's, it, there's always a need. There's always people in hospital needing those transfusions. Do you find the, um,
2: the majority of people that do donate blood, is that new donors or is that recurrent donors?
0: A lot of them, are. Uh, we have some really passionate um, don't return donors. So most of them are return donors. Um, and when we do get a new donor, we do encourage them to come back if they can. You can donate blood every 12 weeks or plasma every two weeks. So you can come back multiple times in a year. So we're really encouraging. Even if everyone just donated that one more time, mm. then we, we wouldn't face these challenges that we sometimes do. Very cool. cool.
2: Well, as you said, National Blood Donor Week this week. Uh, use it as your opportunity, people across EQ, to get in and uh, make that donation. They've got the clinic in Rocky, which is mm. really lovely, actually.
1: Yeah, and there's an app you can uh, book on as well. It's all very easy. Uh, what's the phone number as people want to donate? Yeah, the phone
0: number is 13 14 95. And like you said, you can book on the app or on the website, which is lifeblood.com.au. Awesome.
2: Fantastic. Thanks so much for your time this morning, Belinda.
0: Thank you. Get up with Nick and Hato on CQ's Hit.
1: Uh, over in the States, uh, they have an- one of the major cities over there, Minneapolis, have announced that they are going to completely
2: disband their police department. Minneapolis, of course, the home of the, uh, well, I guess the city that sparked it all these last few weeks.
1: Yeah, so the big, all the protests in America, uh, well, sort of, tipped over the edge by the killing of George Floyd, who was killed by the Minneapolis t- p- Police Department. Yep. Uh, and this is what all kicked it off. So they're saying that we're going to completely get rid of the cops now in Minneapolis.
2: Which sounds insane to get rid of a police department, but you reckon it's actually a good move and you reckon CQ could do it. <laughs> it's it sounds, I don't know, man. It sounds. It's, I don't know. It
1: sounds more insane than it actually is. Okay, It's not going to be complete
2: anarchy. Hopefully. (laughs) Have you seen The Purge? I haven't (laughs) seen The Purge. I feel like it's that movie wrapped up in a 24-hour period. Well, here's what happened. So the city
1: councillors have decided, they've voted, Mm. and they've all, I don't think it was unanimous, but the majority of them have said, you know what, let's completely rip apart the police department, let's get rid of it, pull it apart. Right,
2: surely the council does not have that power. Well, apparently that they do. That is <laughs> insane. Yeah,
1: the council seems like uh, the lower level of the to decide to get rid of the cops. Surely but the mayor
2: can never override that sort of stuff. No,
1: apparently it's veto-proof. Their vote, oh. which means I, I, I don't even know if the president might not be able to even veto it. I'm not sure about that, but it seems like it's pretty set in stone. They're gonna they're gonna completely get rid of the cops. Now, what that means, it doesn't mean there's going to be complete anarchy. So basically, from what I can understand, obviously they decided this yesterday or the day before, so it's still all the details of how, what they're actually going to do haven't really been decided yet. Sure. But the sort of vibe that I'm getting from all the stuff I've read about it is instead Police of... yourselves. Well, no, it's more instead of, you know, well, for example, uh, if there's someone having a mental health crisis, you know, they're sort of doing whatever, they're being disruptive and they're whatever... They would People would usually call the cops and they would come and they might arrest the person or whatever and sure, there's not yeah. probably not the best way to deal with it so instead of having a police department do that they 'd now use the money they would have had from the police into a specialized you know, mental health unit for example, and people could ah. actually uh, deal with the situation properly uh, with people who are trained for that exact okay position
2: well that 's great news to know that they 're not completely getting rid of any form mm. of help because I understand that the cops don 't react one hundred percent appropriately. Mm. 100% I mean, of the time. We've seen that. Yeah. A lot. It looks like there's some move to have some sort of initiative.
1: Yeah, and there's just sort of a lot of examples like that. Um, you know, and, and for example, if you take the money from the police and fund it into community health. Initiatives, yeah, stop the problem from growing. Exactly. So instead of the the cops coming and fixing the problem, it sort of stops the problem from ever happening. For example, you you put money into drug rehabilitation rooms and uh, opening homeless shelters and stuff, which gets people off the streets, stops people doing. I mean, people are always going to do drugs, but you know, stops people doing lots and lots of drugs. And that's when the problems happen. That's when the cops have to come in. So I think I'm I'm imagining that you know, if someone wants to rob a bank, I would imagine there's going to be some sort of regular police.
2: (laughs) Have at it, isn't it? It's just a bit of a a trust. I trust you not to do it. With the idea
1: being, if you put money into the community, it stops people doing crimes because people usually do crimes because they need money. But if they're in a better spot, they won't need the money because they don't, you know, they're in a better spot to start with. So that's sort of the idea. It'll be very interesting to see how this all goes. I
2: reckon, because it's a nice thought. I really think they should stop saying it as. We're getting rid of the police department. But they are. They're completely dismantling and rebuilding it from the ground up. They need to say the rebuilding thing. Because if, <laughs> if you say we're getting rid of the cops, I think of the movie The Purge where there's no laws all of a sudden.
0: That was the Nick and Hato Catch-Up. Listen live weekdays from 6am on his.